relationship with God is not a quid pro quo, a favor for a favor. And yet, that assumption of this for that with God thrives and flourishes age after age. It is said that in ancient Israel and Judah, communal fasts were instituted in times of crisis during a famine or plague. One scholar says that the underlying idea of such fasts was that such practices would engage the compassion of the deity and the disaster would end. If we fast and pray and mourn and wear sackcloth and throw ashes on our heads, the reasoning goes, God will certainly end the crisis. If I do this, God will do that. This is what one can call rabbit's foot theology. That was supposed to be really funny. And it did not land well at 8 o'clock, and it did not land well at 10.30. So I will not say that again. Richard laughed. But Richard cannot be trusted when it comes to things that are funny or not. Why did we fast and you did not see? We afflicted ourselves, and you took no note. God here is being interrogated by sincere people who wonder why their liturgical antics, their ecclesial gimmicks, aren't bringing an end to their suffering. And God responds. But before we reflect on God's response, let's press pause for some context. The God before which these fussy worshipers fast is not just any God. This is the God of their ancestors, the God who sent the prophet Moses before Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world, and said, let my people go. The God who not only extracted them from Egypt's economy of exploitation, but tasked them to never repeat economics of enslavement ever again. Remember that you were enslaved in Egypt, and I redeemed you from there. Remember to never do to others what was done to you by the empire, by the powerful, by those who do not have your best interest in mind. Do not replicate their death-dealing ways of relating. Now we can press play. Why did we fast and you did not see? Afflicted ourselves and you took no note. Look, says the God of Israel, you fast and cover yourself with ashes and sackcloth, and yet you continue to oppress workers. This is God's exasperation, that the people of God are more concerned with liturgical self-help routines than they are with enacting for others the justice God enacted for them oh so long ago. God is exasperated because these people displaced from their homeland have unknowingly displaced themselves from the covenant God forged with their ancestors centuries before. 
they have forgotten not only who they are, but whose they are. They have replaced an organic, dynamic relationship with transaction. Now, if this Isaiah passage sounds familiar, then you have probably attended church on Ash Wednesday before. In just a few weeks, we will hear these words once again, receive ashes on our foreheads, bewail our manifold sins, and ask God to help us reorient our lives in such a way that we are aligned with God's faithful love. And just like our ancestors from millennia past, we may think a liturgical quid pro quo is an appropriate way to get God's attention as if God in some way is no longer paying attention to us. And we will again hear the poet's words ringing in our inmost selves. Is not this the fast that I choose? to unlock the shackles of wickedness and loosen the bonds of the yoke, to set the downtrodden free and to break every chain. Yes, to offer your bread to the hungry and bring the wretched poor into your house. When you see someone naked, you should clothe them. Your fellow human being, do not ignore. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing quickly spring up. Whether it be Ash Wednesday, today, or any occasion of communal fasting, Christians do ourselves a disservice when we reduce the rich practices of the baptized life to means of self-improvement. Means of self-improvement or divine attention. The fast God desires for us is not some abstract performance that ends our personal crises. The fast God desires for us is the fast our families, neighborhoods, cities, states, and nations are usually in desperate need of. Fasting from practices and habits that render whole groups of people unable to know where the next meal will come from, how the next bill will get paid, and where their children will next sleep. Fasting from patterns of, patterns of oppression and injustice that enhance the lives of some while exploiting the lives and labor of the many. Fasting from prejudices and violence that protect a few while harming others. This is the fast God desires of us. Now the good news. There is nothing we can do to impress God. There is nothing we can do to impress God or garner God's favor. God made us as we are and is thus already impressed by God's own work, if you will. God is already impressed with God's own work. You are God's work. God's love for us and claim on our lives is settled and indissoluble, full stop. And the love of God we relish 
the love of God we celebrate must never be hoarded. Never hoarded. Instead, it is our joy to share it with more and more. All the more. Amen.